Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back for episode 29 Ooh. of Getting Grown. Mending the Women. With J- <laughs> Getting Grown with Jaden Kid, where we discuss all things adulting. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly, and especially, most especially, the parts that we're not really sure how to do. Um, but we're figuring it out as we go along, and we want to appreciate you guys for joining us on the ride. How are you doing this week, sis? I'm all right. I um, I'm okay. I'm 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 being a mom today. Noah's sick. She's like oh. really sick, so she has like a little virus. So I've been tending to her and working and tending to the house and just doing multiple things all at once. You are being every woman. It's all it's in you. all in me. What about you? How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, I've had a good weekend um, and ready for another uh, super packed work week of fun, 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 insert sarcasm here, um, <laughs> professional activities. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be doing some more traveling again this week for work um, and getting ready for conferences and presenting papers and Ooh, you all that stuff. You I'm not. I'm not really, I'm not really that important. I just, you know, it's all about the follow through. You know, we say we want to do these things and I'm learning. That's what I've been dealing with. You know, I'm telling myself and keeping myself going. I, it's okay. Like finding the balance between like acknowledging the fact that you have a lot to do. You're tired. You might be a little overwhelmed, um, but not complaining. Right. Um, so, you know, cause this is all the stuff that we pray to do. That's you know what I'm saying? That's it. Um, we were typing really, really fast in our respective, uh, libraries and bedrooms, um, <laughs> and anywhere else we were getting the work done. Um, we were, we were thinking about doing the kinds of stuff that we get to do now. So it's not about complaining, but it is about acknowledging that, yes, I have 1 million things to do and I'm just trying to keep myself in a place where I can get it all done, but no complaints though. Life is good. Bills are paid. And, uh, you know, checks are coming in. We just couldn't sign That's all. We're just tired. You know what I'm saying? I think it's fair. You're, you're entitled to be tired. Um, and I'm so sorry that my niece isn't feeling well, but I will be. I know. Sending, sending you all prayers and good vibes. I hate seeing her like that. It's hard, man. I'm sure. I can only imagine. I did meet some good listeners this weekend, though. Um, I mean, you always outside and stuff. That's amazing. I was working though. I was I I bartended um and and curated some cocktails for um a thirtieth birthday party and also uh it was an anti violence donation. So all of the ticket proceeds went to anti violence against I'm uh, in the LGBTQIA community. So um, I thought that was pretty dope. He did it mm-hmm. as a Missy Elliott, um, she's a bitch theme. So nice. he's a bitch. Uh, it was Mario, and he was out here with his extraordinary leather chaps. Oh, yeah. Well, was, I feel like I've seen. I feel like I saw some things on the Twitter about that. And was it an all black party? It was an all black like party. That? Yes, like the girls were okay. giving fashions that night. I was just behind the bar, you know, just singing and rolling in the background. So. Like I was very quiet, stayed to myself, but the girls were giving fashions that night, honey. And it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of listeners there, so we got a lot of love. Well, shout out to everybody. 
Jay be outside being our social representative and I be at the house. I be working. Y'all know how it is. I be working. You know what I'm saying? Listen, your job is allows you to be social. Oh, like you work. We would be remiss. Oh boy. If we did not like shout out to us for this Saint Heron. Um Oh my god. Like I was very floored. I'm super humble. Still floored. Um we were I still can't believe it. And shout out to everyone who's been tweeting and texting and saying, Oh my goodness, because I mean I think we're all in shock and disbelief together. Word. Um to know that that this little podcast and this is like we're very much like newborns. Uh, right. Like we're, we're <laughs> right. like we're not even toddlers in this podcasting thing. Mm-hmm. So to know that, you know, the likes of individuals uh who engage and interact with Solange, you know what I'm saying? Right. Are listening to our foolishness and carrying on and um would be so kind as to suggest that other people do the same. I am just, woo, thank you. For those who, let's give some content. For those who are not on social media but listen to the show, um, we were Shout uh, out to y'all. We were part of the 15 podcasts by people of color that you should listen to um, on the St. Heron site. So that is a huge honor because I know Kia and I both live for Solange. Um and yeah, it's such a, it's an honor and a privilege to be to be mentioned to be mentioned so early in the game and to be mentioned with um, some heavy hitters in the game as well. Indeed, um, not only our friends, um, right. <laughs> but you know other other amazing uh, black podcasters. Um, so listen, I appreciate it, and I'm very grateful. And shout out to everyone who. Has been so supportive. I mean, because only because of all of our listeners that are talking about the show and talking about right. what we're doing or trying to do that's generating the buzz that we've been able to have and sustain for, for the few weeks that, that we've been doing this. And, you know, I know I'm super committed to, you know, continuing to grind and learn how to do this. Um, Absolutely. I appreciate your patience. I appreciate your patience as, as we both try to try to figure this out. Um, but yeah. And shout out to everyone, all the people who were featured. Uh, two dope queens. Yeah. Uh, you had me at Black uh, Insecurity, of course. Melanin Millennials. Uh, it was a whole bunch of just goodness, just great things. The Black Joy mixtape. So many things. All the all the things. So many dope, dope, dope Black people. Indeed, indeed, and of course the Friend Zone. Of course, of course the three. Like, of come on. Um, come on, come on! <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it's it was it's amazing. So shout out to all the good folks at uh, Saint Laurent, and shout out to Solange. And I mean, if this means that we're just one step closer to Beyonce, I will take it. Listen, I'm happy with being one step closer to Solange. I'm like all my niggas in the whole wide world, all of them. <laughs> this shit is for us. Like, thank you so me. much. Because I don't even. I was like, how did we? Like, we got on here clearly because of Kia, because all I do is sing. What? Okay. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> let's not get carried away. I just, people be like, Kia, your black woman self-care was, it just, I bought all these books. It was like 1,000 books, and they were just, they changed my life. And I'd be like, yeah, nigga, I ordered a sandwich. So, getting grown, <laughs> of all, getting grown is... Uh, the two of us is actually getting grown with Jade and Kia, so it's not just me; it's the both of us. But um, 
yeah, we are ever grateful. We are um, to be grateful. in such esteemed company. Mm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Dignified niggas. You know what I'm saying? Our good girlfriends from another round. Uh, mostly lit, brilliant idiots. Um, all all <laughs> oh, of our good friends. Andrew. You know, Andrew two dope queens. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I'm just trying Default. to be, you know, diplomatic. I'm trying to be diplomatic. Default. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> diplomatic here. I'm trying to be a Christian. Oh, no. Don't say that because every time I hear that now, I think of old forehead. I'm sorry. Every time. Oh, God. Forehead Campbell. Mary Mary, I know. Now, first of all, let me stop you right there. I know. Okay? I know. know. I'm going to stop you right there because what we what we cannot have happen is her infiltrating the show. We cannot have <laughs> Tina Campbell sullying the name of the Lord Jesus the Christ. She I know that trying. we all have our feelings about her, but Irritable. she is absolutely and positively lying on my Savior. She is. So I will not. I will not stand idle by and allow people to conflate the two. Because I mean, and I mean, let's just words mean things. Tina, we all saw Tina on the re- on the reel talking crazy. And backpedaling like a mug. That's all she um, does. That's all she does. But, you know, I'm not even going to give her too much country today. I'm just going to say, I'm allowed to say I'm trying to be a Christian and, and still have not a not a thing to do with Tina Campbell. <laughs> I have a I big forehead. So, yeah, you're right. I have a big forehead, but I still have But you have don't nothing. look like Little Bill. You, I sure don't. Little Bill. I sure do not. That irritating Bingo. child. But yeah, anyway, I digress. We just wanted to say that we appreciate um uh Saint Heron. <laughs> Who wrote the I'm trying to what's her name? Morgan Morgan Nicole. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Morgan or Morgan Nicole, um, for putting us in the post um of with others with other black voice podcasts worth adding to your playlist. We are super, 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 super Thank grateful. You, sis. Thank you so, 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 so much. Um, and yeah, we're going to keep working hard to hopefully keep you guys engaged and listening to our foolishness community. Oh my God. Look at you. Mm. Um, yeah. So what, what you want to do? You want to jump right into the shout out to my sister? Is there anything, any other things going on in the world that we need to talk about? I don't know. Let's see I, what's happening. Uh, Janae Aiko got a tattoo of Big Sean on her arm. I don't care about that. I don't care about that. Oh, and then the Dove ad. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. (sighs) (laughs) I literally have nothing. Like, like, okay, so I I immediately was outraged. The (laughs) concepts of 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 the commercials were not, or the ads or whatever, they're not only offensive but they're stupid they're they stupid. don't even make any sense like they're stupid so, i mean stupid. so it's just it's just bad it's just it's just like when i saw the whole ad as opposed to just that um just that just that frame i was like okay fine whatever y'all are trying to do this michael jackson black and white thing but it's trash like but this no. is i don't like it and i have a right to say i don't like it you can't say nigga like i just no 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 i don't like it I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not going to be. And I don't want to hear nobody. Everybody's so fake outrage. You so fake outrage. Like, no, nigga. It's just, it was a bad ad. It was not a good idea. And Doug's apology is, was whack. My outrage is authentic. 
first of all. Okay? <laughs> I don't need anybody to tell me that my outrage is fake. Amen. Um, but I, I think that, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just, it stupid. was short-sighted. It was stupid. It was, it was bad all around. And I think that as consumers and people who have been, listen, I've, my family's been using Dove soap for my full entire African-American life. And so many um, of mine. So I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I feel like as someone, as a consumer, as someone who has, you know, contributed to Dove's success, they have, you know, I have every right to express my disdain. Um, and I mean, if you don't agree or if you don't see anything wrong with it, that's between, that's you, that's between you and God, that's your business, but it's not anybody's place to say who can and cannot be upset. If you, if you thought right. that the, that the um, ad was cool, that's between you. But if I thought that it was clumsy and dumb as hell, then I'm entitled to that opinion as well. So I don't let white people say nigger around me. You probably do. I mean, I don't know. So you just can't be, don't say nothing about the way that I feel about it. It was a stupid ad. It was dumb. It was a dumb ad. I don't like it. I have a right to say I don't like it. And that frame that they chose was was offensive. The frame was offensive. And whoever put that out, either it was being passive aggressive or they were just they're just stupid. Why are you acting dumb? Like brrr, brrr. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, sis. Uh, but that's all I got for Dove. Yeah, that's 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 all I have. I don't ever I, I had I'm, a little trial. I had a little trial in mind because I've been traveling a lot. I had a little trial size um, Dove body wash in my bag, and I threw it directly in the garbage. I <laughs> like you, I hope you alley ooped it. I hope you threw I it and threw went it, and dumped it yourself. I threw it directly in the garbage. Like <laughs> I'm not even going to use this up. Like I know y'all already got my money, but I don't even want to use this anymore. So God bless. I really want to go in the bathroom and take all of the because. I have um, some family members here right now and they use Dove avidly and I want to take it and like throw, I want to just, I want to slam dunk. I want to Shaq and MJ 23 and 45. Like I want to. <laughs> I'm going to call my mama and make sure that she gets all the Dove out, out of her house too. Yeah. And what? no more shopping at Home Depot. No more Home Depot. Home Depot's canceled. They're 86. Um, the owner oh, of Home did. Depot, the owner of Home Depot uh, came out and said that he would help fund and donate money toward the wall um, that Trump is trying to build between Mexico and the United States. And so therefore, um, and I'm like, I I understand that there are a lot of companies that come out and, you know, it gets really, really difficult. We're like, we can't support this. We can't support this. We can't support this. Uh, What was it a while ago? Shea Moisture, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you got to pick your battles. Um, But Home Depot, that's the battle that I am absolutely like, nah, and I will not uh, be, I will not be spending any more of my good hard-earned black dollars at Home Depot at all, ever again. I'll be going right to the Lowe's, to mm-hmm. the local hardware store, or to the Amazon Prime. Listen, I fully endorse it. Yeah. Um. All right. So is that all the depressing world happenings that yes. we need to cover today? Yeah. Um. We should lighten the mood. She's a fake baby. You can't conceal it. Know how I know. Cause I can feel it. You're a fake baby. No rhyme or reason. 
Cause it's no mine. It's lion season. You're a fake. Patty, patty. Oh my God. Do you know that song? I do. I I'm absolutely. I used to love Alexander O'Neill when I was a kid. Him and Jeffrey Osborne stand. <laughs> Can you? Yes. Uh-uh. Long the wings of love. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, One night, I loved a stranger. Like oh my God. the beginning of can we just, the... Okay, can sorry. we just stop this here, please? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Jade's greatest hits in the key of Z flat minor. Thank you. Why? Why? Because I gotta. Anyway, okay. All right. Oh Let's go God. into shout out to my sis. My sis is popping right now. Like. It's time for shout out to my sis. Hey. Because my sis is popping right now. She's going to be popping tomorrow as well. Um, this week, shout out to my sis is going to a dear friend of mine by the name of Summer Galvez. Summer. Summer is a, a pretty town, a very, very talented, um, graphic designer, uh, photographer, um, and she specializes in personal branding. She has an awesome website. She's entrepreneur. I'm going to, her website is summergalvez.com. The link will be provided in the description box below. Uh, why do I keep saying below? Like this is a YouTube video. <laughs> YouTube, life together. Uh, but she is um, very passionate about all things marketing and design. And she uses a holistic marketing approach from graphic design to analytics, public relations to communications. So not only can she, uh, you know, get your website together and give all of your logos and all of that stuff in order and in compliance, but she will also take beautiful photos of you. Um, and she's really good, good at, at uh, getting people together and putting their web presences what presence is. Is that the word that I meant to say? <laughs> um, I'm having some difficulty speaking right now, but that has nothing to do with Summer and her amazing work. So everyone check out summergalvis.com and look at her, her portfolio. She has lots of businesses and um, individuals that she's worked with and developing awesome personal branding campaigns for them. Not only will she uh, get your website together, but she will take your pictures Um and, you know, just have you out here. And she's got a cool name. I love her name. It makes me happy. Yes. Summer Galvez, also known as Summer G. Um, everybody look at, get into her. Check her out. I know she's, I, I saw on Twitter, I, I retweeted it earlier today, but um, she's running a special for the month of October um, and offering um, photo shoots. Uh, uh, you can get headshots in the city. She's based in Dallas, Texas. Um, and she works, she's working with, um, a talented makeup artist and offering packages to get your headshots done for your webpage. And then she'll do your webpage for you. Dope. Um, so yeah, there, uh, links on her websites to register for all of her services. And again, um, awesome examples of all of her work. Please, please, please don't hold me fumbling against through this uh, segment against her. Summer is awesome. And you will not be sorry for patronizing her business. She is professional. She is polished. She is brilliant. She is fly. She is my sis, and I am shouting her out. Shout out to my sis, Summer. Summer G. <laughs> Make you feel fine. Yes. You're the website that I have in mind. <laughs> You're cool yeah, with this yeah, jingle. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> Summer, Summer G. Summer's not only very talented, um, um, 
at doing web design and photography. She's also an awesome baker. Um, and Damn, also, this lady. Ooh, she's, ooh, I love her. Yeah, she's a baker. She owns um, um, sugar pudding desserts. Um, I had an opportunity to, to sample some of her desserts when I was in um, Dallas for that conference in the summertime. And listen, baby, I don't even dessert like that, but honey, them, them cookies and cakes and pies and things were amazing. So I will, I will, and everything's from scratch and I will leave that information uh, below. So y'all check Summer out, support all of her endeavors, um, and tell her that Kia and Jay from Getting Grown sent ya. Hell yeah. Yeah. And when she takes your picture, it's like, send us some so we can say how awesome and amazing they are. Absolutely. Um, because I'm absolutely certain that they will be everything. All and right. shout out to all the shout outs because I saw an email where somebody said they booked an appointment with Joe the Barber. Yeah, man. Like, like just out here, just flourishing and supporting black business. Shout out to all of you guys. Indeed. So y'all continue to send in your businesses, your friends' businesses, your auntie's businesses, or I mean, it doesn't have to be just business, but if, if you have friends and loved ones that are doing awesome things, or if you're doing awesome and amazing things yourself, please continue to let us know by sending us emails at gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. And we will uh, continue to receive those. Um, and you just might very well be featured on shout out to my sis in an episode really, really soon. So hey. this is, this is turning into one of my favorite segments on the show. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we're all out here doing amazing work and working really, really hard. And it's just awesome to be able to encourage one another and, you know, be a resource and letting people know who's doing what and who um, what businesses are around them that they can support. Um, um, and so we can keep some of this money, some of this resources within our communities and Absolutely. everything like that right there. So, yeah, shout out to my sis, shout out to Summer, shout out to Joe DeBarber, shout out to Tania, shout out to Victor Jagger, shout out to... Uh, Dietrich, shout out to everyone who we shout featured. Um, on uh, shout out to my sis and to my bro, and we'll be back next week with more, more, more. Today's more, episode more, is brought to more, you by Clorox. More, more. When it counts, trust Clorox. The same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us, our families trust us to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. That is why I trust Clorox regular bleach. By mixing one third a cup of Clorox regular bleach with one gallon of water, when used as directed on hard non-porous surfaces, it kills 99.9% .9 of germs and bacteria on a variety of surfaces. From our kitchen floors to the counters to bathroom tubs to, of course, laundry whites. I know I can count on Clorox disinfecting products to give myself and my family the best home we deserve. I've been using Clorox my entire life, and the products have just evolved. They didn't have Clorox wipes when we were younger, but now we do. So your girl goes old school. I like to mix my Clorox in with my water and disinfect uh, pretty much everything in my home. Or... I use Clorox wipes. I keep them in the car. I wipe down the steering wheel. I wipe down um, the, ge the gear shift. I wipe down, I'll hold the train pole. Whatever I need to do, I'm using Clorox wipes. I'm using Clorox. That's what my family depends on to keep us safe and keep us germ-free. When it counts, trust Clorox. Hands off the skip button because you'll want to hear this. Versus the Webby-nominated podcast where poets confront the ideas that move them wants you to take over their show and they want to pay you to do it. 
Yes. Hello. Roll Call is a podcast miniseries dedicated to the past, present, and future of Black poetry. Roll Call is a space for you to spotlight urgent and emergent conversations in contemporary poetry and to trouble the Black literary imagination across the boundaries of identity and time. Lend your voice by submitting your ideas or applying to produce. Versus co-host Danes Smith and still processing host Jenna Wortham will help the chosen guest host produce their episodes. Submit your ideas for an episode or application to produce for Roll Call until January 17th, 2021. Details are available at poetryfoundation.org slash roll call. One more time, that's poetryfoundation.org slash roll call. Call, call, Pull up your chairs. Um, and gather your your snacks. It's time for kitchen table talk. What mm. you snacking on this week, sis? Water. I'm just drinking water. Me too, man. <laughs> I got a whole gallon right here. What I got right here? It's a uh, 33.8 ounce Poland spring bottle. Listen, we trying to moisturize and just stay stay refreshed out here. I don't know. This I'm is just very... trying to make sure I don't look like Stacey Dash. So I keep my heart clean and my body. Listen, she out here looking like an old coach bag. In she looks Argentinian leather. I'm sticking uh, to it. It's just hard. It's horrible. It's horrible out here. Um, but yeah, water. Water is, we're just, let's just have luminous skin and um, <laughs> healthy bodies at the kitchen table today. Um, and I think it's, that's, that's appropriate because we're talking about celebrations. Uh, yes. You know, this week, um, I don't even want to say it, but this week, you know, features a, a fake holiday, a holiday that we don't don't really acknowledge other than uh, taking this day off from work that I did have. Thank you, Lord. But um, um, we don't really acknowledge Christopher Columbus because, you know, I would like to shout out the people who discover Columbus lost in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Uh, because he didn't discover a, a goddamn thing. But no, um, not a thing. He stole. Not one thing. Nothing. He stole. He, he pillaged. He raped, he killed. And he ne- um, and he was never here. Never. And we learned once. that from this last episode of Blackish. <laughs> Shout out to Blackish. Didn't they do that? That was amazing. Yo, they did the hell out of that episode. Shout out to Blackish for going there, man. That was like so on time. But they continuously go there. And Ugh. I really, really appreciate the way in which they do it. I love how they set the characters up. If you really, really pay attention to Blackish, the way that they portray uh rainbow's personality and 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 the ridiculousness of dre's personality but the good elements of both and what they both bring in the balance like it's just it's a very well-rounded show and i love the fact that they continuously go there yeah man i mean i don't have any any beef with blackish i love them i love them i love tracy ellis ross shout out to tracy ellis ross total sidebar but um her jc penny uh rollout bruh 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 the bat signal is in the air and i am in my place sis i don't even i I don't even go to jc penny and a nigga's about to have the collection i am putting my coins to the to the side you understand (laughs) they will be perched and prepared to do some serious damage i don't know if jc penny is ready for all that i have ready to give well, but, we're going to be out here twinning because... Listen, everybody's going to have the same clothes and we're just going to celebrate it and it's fine. Me and um, Kia are going to look like the number 10 so in the up. same outfit. Shut <laughs> you shut your stupid mouth right now, Jade. Um, yeah, man. There's going to be an army of us in, in, in $60 tuxedo jackets. 
by Tracy Ellis Ross. It's going to be no reason. It's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. We're going to show up. We're going to show up posted a Everybody going to have the same. I know, right? We're going to have everybody going to be at the function wearing the same thing. And it's just, we just going to be high fiving each other. Like, yes, you bought it too. Yes, girl. I see you over there with that $34 dress. You look good. You look good. You look good. That's what's up. And you got the pants. We're going to be out here. It's going to be a move. We'll be looking like a flash mob, all of us, just behind Tracy Ellis Ross. Like, mm. Mm. Well, get in formation, niggas. Mm-hmm. Let's just mm-hmm. all start mm-hmm. dancing. That's it. Um, but anyway, we digress. But actually, in celebration or in, uh, I was inspired by by Blackish and by this uh, non-holiday um, that uh, it's Indigenous Peoples Day. That's uh, what it is. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, I wanted to think think about a little bit um, holidays and things that we would do if we had the power and the range to just, you know, declare a holiday. So um, I wanted to talk about, you know, what we would do if we had a, a, a free, you know, if we had the opportunity to create a holiday, what would it be? What would you celebrate? Who would you celebrate? How would you celebrate? Why would you celebrate? Um, so... I asked Twitter and I got some really, really good responses. I also asked some of my good friends um, and got some funny, funny things. Uh, but I want to start with you, sis. If you had the range to declare a holiday, what would you celebrate? Oh, so many things. So many things. So many holidays. I think the first one, um, I'm going to call it Karen White's I'm Not Your Superwoman Day. <laughs> Early in the morning, I put breakfast on the table. Make sure that your coffee had its sugar and cream. Sorry. Anyway, on that particular day, um, we pick one super raggedy nigger and make an example of him. Oh my god! The other niggas that, and then, and that's the only task that we have for the day. And then, black woman. Um, have the whole day off. Uh, everything is free for them. Meals, pedicures, massages, facials, whatever you want to do that day is free for a black woman. And it's I'm not your superwoman day. And the niggas will stay with the children <laughs> or by themselves, you know, whatever your situation is. Um, but every black woman in the entire world would be celebrated uh, on Karen White's I'm not your superwoman day. Um, I also would love to declare Stevie Wonder's birthday, uh, a holiday. Um, and I would love to make it a holiday where we got off work and we really examined and appreciated the lyrical genius that is Stevie Wonder. Stephen Hardaway. Mm. Oh my God. Love him. Detroit. Um, so I, I mean, just if you, I understand that he has a mumble quality to his tone. Uh, but if you Google the lyrics, oh <laughs> if you utilize your Googleisha, um, or if you really sit there and you listen hard, you will hear the beauty. Oh, I could just go on forever. But yes, I think that should be a holiday. I have so many things that I'd love to make a holiday, but I, I would love to hear yours. Um, uh, I have a couple, um, uh, the first thing that came to mind, and I know this is really like sappy and, but, um, I would have a holiday to celebrate my brother. Yes. Um, 
And I just would, I mean, because, because my brother was an educator and he loved the children and he just had a way with children. He had a way of like diffusing situations, making children feel calm and safe and special. And, um, not in like a very, a hokey, like cliche kind of way, but he just kind of just, it was just a chill day. So I don't know. I kind of think we would just, and, and he loved to be outside and play games. We had, we would have, uh, his nickname was Cookie, as many of you know. So mm-hmm. his, his summer camp that he, that he ran, um, before his passing, they have a national cookie day, why well, annual cookie day celebration at camp, but I would have a national cookie day and I was celebrated by having a big field day. And we would all go outside and play games because I think my brother would have enjoyed that and doing all. And, and I mean, you know, we would sit around, you know, like stuff that we used to do in high school, like tug of war and dodgeball and kickball and all that stuff, uh, relay races and stuff. And I'm sure that's pretty corny, but that was literally no. one of the first things that came to my mind. And we could celebrate and have Cheddar Bay biscuits because that was one of his favorite things to eat. With birthday candles. Yes, indeed. And we would have chicken and it would be awesome. There would be loads of music and it would just, there would be, it would just be a great fun day outside and we would celebrate. We would just celebrate life and family and love and it would be a, a national cookie day. Um, I think when you um when you finally get your school, I don't want a school, but go ahead. <laughs> you you should you should pick a day. Yeah, man. And, and like, you know, the kids may not you can you can tell them and then you know, but you know why that day is special and you know why that they have that day off. You yeah, can man. make that happen. I could make you- that happen. I would love to make that happen. I would do like a big field day. I would raise money. For scholarships, we do have a scholarship fund set up for my brother that we're working on getting all the things in place to like do that. But I would love to have something like that. And hopefully one day I'll have the opportunity to do that because I think that that would be awesome. And my mom and my family would love that. I'm um, there for the first one. I'm there for all of them. Yeah, man. We're going to have a good time. Um, I also would like to uh, celebrate. I think that we should celebrate. Um I think we should celebrate black men. Listen, Absolutely. I know. I mean, and listen, and in the black, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I'm here for your, your, um, your idea of celebrating black women. And some of the people who reached out to us on Twitter, everyone was saying we should have a black women day. Uh, at Clover said that we should have a Michelle Obama black women day where, and allow people allow all black women to do kind of whatever they want without any kind of opposition, whether if you want to rest, if you want to shop, if you want to do whatever mm-hmm. you want, yeah, you can do whatever you want. Um, so I am with it, but I also feel like we should have, uh, a day where we celebrate black men. Like I, I agree. We talk about black men so terribly self-included sometimes, but, mm-hmm. um, you yes. know, it's really easy to kind of get hung up on the negative things. Um, but I think that we should just celebrate and, Celebrate all of the wonderful black men that are out here doing things, trying things, I you agree. know, being here for their families, showing up and going to work every day, trying, make living, learning, making mistakes. I think we should allow black men to kind of do what they want for a day as well. Um, I agree. That would be pretty awesome. We can celebrate um, and have, you know, however, however y'all want to celebrate. I don't want to, I don't want to suggest how they celebrate, but. I think that would be awesome. Same as the same as the I'm not your superwoman day. 
Yeah, man. That's a super nigga day. I mean, you could definitely, I think it's a day for the niggas. I, I, on Father's Day, I celebrate my husband hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really try to make it a very special day for him every single year. Um, and so I definitely would celebrate our black men, and I think they deserve a day as well. I think each party should have their own day. And then, not, you know, Father's Day is for fathers, but there is not a day to celebrate black men. Mother's Day is for mothers, but there's not a day to celebrate black women. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? As a whole. And so I really I really think that both of those would be very quality holidays. Indeed. I also feel like we should celebrate all of the service providers in the beauty industry. I would like to celebrate everyone who does hair, everyone who does nails. Hell yeah. Everyone who does makeup, everyone who does eyelashes, everyone who does these things well. Okay, not all of y'all who be out here setting the girls up, but I think that we should celebrate our our beauty industry service care providers um, because uh, I think a lot of times it's a very thankless job. um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, having the opportunity to be close friends with a hairstylist and seeing all that she has to do. We don't really realize all that they do, but you're up on your feet all day long. You have to listen to everyone's problems. I mean, and then that's like, you know, the day-to-day stuff, but not really thinking about people really expecting. When we want our hair done, we call the hairdresser and we just expect her to be there, um, you know, no matter what. We want her to move heaven and earth. We don't care how late she has to stay. Um, all of that. The same goes for barbers. The same goes, yeah. I mean, all of the people who, uh, you know, Servers, bartenders. Yes, keep and keep us looking good. Keep us feeling good, especially those of you who, those of us who are like myself, who are not a part of that DIY ministry. I know y'all be out here on the YouTube videos, creating all your wigs and doing all. Who got in for Jesus? Listen, doing all the things yourself. Listen, and if that's your lane, God bless you in all of your efforts. But for as for me, God bless in my house. I will always be willing to pay a professional because I know my strengths. You know, every time, every Uh, time. So I just want to celebrate them, you know, and give them some things that they can actually use, you know, like a day off and a seat (laughs) and uh, a glass of water, you know, a glass of water. You know what I'm saying? Some health insurance. You know, some breaks on their health insurance. Well, that's some, I don't really, you know, we really realize like we have benefits through our jobs, but people who do that kind of stuff, they paying for health insurance and stuff on their own, out their pockets. People in service or they don't have it. Or they don't have it. Or they don't have it. So I think that that would be a pretty awesome, um, uh, a holiday to celebrate good times. Come on. Um, what, what else? Okay. So I will actually read some of the responses. I asked, uh, three of my favorite guys. I asked Asante Fury and Dustin, um, about the holidays, what holidays they would create and, um, how they would celebrate. Who do you want me to read first? Sis? Uh, let's read Dustin first. Let's read Dustin's first. That was ugly and out of key, but God bless. <laughs> um, Dustin says we should have quarterly holidays for the music of the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, respectively. My kindred uh, spirit. Exactly. Um, he says in tradition would be to throw festivals and parties and celebrate the music. It would be a feel-good holiday for Blacks because Black music, period. Yes. I mean, I think that that's awesome because we have Black Music Month, but 30 days is just insufficient. And, and they don't celebrate it right. They don't. They don't. And so, I think we should do, we should make concern. I think the Blackish episode was really helpful in helping us see that, you know, we say things like 
we have Juneteenth, but how many of us really truly celebrate Juneteenth? And how many of us could probably think through some ways that we can be intentional about celebrating things that are important to us um, and important to our culture? So think about ways that we can celebrate black music better than just, you know, the black music month that they have, you know, and it's just something that we say in passing, but what do we do to celebrate it? Absolutely. Next year, I'm having a, a Father's Day Juneteenth barbecue. It's going to be a move and I'm going to be in the place. Yep. It's going to be just like Noah's first birthday with that big brisket. And um, that delicious brisket. I'm going to make sure my husband doesn't have to set up anything. I'm going to do everything. And it's going to be a Juneteenth celebration. We're going to have everything that they said in the Blackish episode <laughs> from the strawberry soda. I'm not even a red velvet cake kind of girl. We're going to have <laughs> red velvet cake anyway, as well as banana pudding, as well as peach cobbler, as well as German chocolate cake, as well as lemon icebox cake, as well as every black dessert that you ever have anywhere. Put me down for the greens and the potato salad. We there. We in there. And you making it. I'm making it. Um, we want me to read next? Siri or Tay? Um, let's go with Tay. Tay Tay said he would like to have a uh, kids conversation day. And yes. That would be a day where children get to ask whatever they want to every adult they come into contact with. That would be a way to keep the world accountable for all of the things that are happening that we don't really realize um, are affecting younger generations. So I, yes. I thought that was really cool because, you know, we don't really Amazing. a lot of times we just be out here adulting and not really considering how our actions are impacting, um, you know, future the children's. generations. Right. Yeah. So As Noah says. the children. Absolutely. Children's. And just asking their opinions and, you know, giving them uh, opportunity to just kind of speak up and ask questions. I thought that was really super cool. And that's amazing. Last but certainly not least, uh, Furinacious. Good brother, Fury. Furinacious says that we should have a color at peace day. Uh, also known as CP day. Um, not to be confused with CP time. Because <laughs> you know that's the first thing I thought <laughs> I added that little caveat there because you know how we, we always, you know, we associate CP with certain things. But this is Colors yes. at Peace. And Colors at Peace is a day where white people have to leave people of color the fuck alone. Hey! Said <laughs> <laughs> as only Fury can say, right? We celebrate with soul food, drinks, and red cups. And black sitcom marathons, which is hey. my favorite part because y'all know I love me some TV. Um, we might have Living Single playing on the projector at the uh, at the Juneteenth barbecue. Come on, man. I need a little different world. I need a little different world. It'll um, be a medley. But yeah, the official song for of CP Day is Got to Give It Up by Marvin Gaye. I yes. am so hard Yeah, man. I'm down. I'm down like four flats. But yeah, many of the many of you uh, on the Twitter had awesome, awesome ideas about um, ways that you would celebrate if you had the the range to create your own holiday. One of my favorites came from um, Lidocaine Lexi. <laughs> Her name is uh, at triple AK Alexa. She says, I will create an open opportunity day where people will go find their calling. They will have the opportunity to shadow the career that they've always dreamt of, go to a workshop for the creative avenue they've always pondered. They would receive discounts and open doors all around to just try new things. I thought that was really, really cool. That's awesome. I loved, loved, loved that. Um, 
Uh, at no petty Betty says that she would have a black woman self care day. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, at L A Malone says we would get the day off a national day of reading. Um, and we could celebrate by having group reading parties and, uh, book clubs, Skype and discussions all across the country. That would be pretty cool too. Super cool. Um, uh, at sister Mary Clarence. Oh, sorry. <laughs> at Sister Mary Fleek, I apologize. Oh. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> at Sister Mary Fleek says she would like to have a Jennifer Lewis day uh, where we celebrate by watching Jackie's Back because it's a black classic. I think that oh, we Oh, happy day. Indeed, right? Because we already have Jackie Washington Day, but we can celebrate Jennifer Lewis Day by watching all of her movies and shows. And that should keep us busy. Absolutely. Because she is always booked and out here getting the check. And I respect it. We might need two days for that. Yeah, man. We should just make it a week because I yeah. think I think that sounds amazing. Um Okay, uh at at Thursday Adams says that we should have uh leave black women the fuck alone day. It would be hey. it would be celebrated by leaving black women the fuck alone and also <laughs> brunch. She said also brunch would be free all day on that day, which I think would be a good time. Um that makes Sign me think me up of, for dinner. Exactly. That makes me think that um of something that me and Keisha were talking about, the house we were when I was thinking about, you know, planning for the show. We were thinking about like I don't know what we would call it, but like how would we like as a as a an acknowledgement and, you know, to repay and kind of give us something for the way that black women and women in general have been objectified by men. Mm. We should have a date where, you know, every woman who is objectified by a man, word, thought, or deed would have a nominal amount of money deposited into her bank account. Like yes. <laughs> every time it happened, I don't know what we would call that, but like, you know, don't objectify me. Like, don't touch me. Don't touch my anything day. <laughs> don't touch my anything don't touch day. My anything day. Shut your mouth. Shut your nasty, filthy mouth day. And your shut your shut your mind day. <laughs> shut your fucking mind. <laughs> Get your hand out my pocket day. <laughs> Put some money in my pocket day. How about that? Um, That's it. But yeah, shout out to Crystal and Je- um, Crystal, Keisha and Janae, Siobhan and Joseph. Oh, speaking of Joseph, Joseph says we should have a National Black People Fly Free Day. Or like yes. a day where, um, you know, uh, all the major travel companies would offer a fair deal just for black people. Um, yep. not, not because, I mean, just, you know, just because, you know, there are so many of us, so many people who are limited and don't ha- have yep. the access, um, to not even fly internationally, but just to be able to see outside, right. To see beyond where they live currently. There's so many children, so many young people, even so many adults who've never been outside of their borough, outside of their city, outside of their neighborhood. Um, and that kind of that, you know, having, not having that exposure really limits your perspectives and limits your potential and limits the way that you see the world. So I think, and furthermore, there are so many people who can't travel like they can't. They don't have the, not even just the means, because the, that's another conversation. There's so many people who don't have the means um, to do so outside of the exposure. But there are people who physically cannot travel because of limitations, whether they're in this country and they don't have papers or what have you. And so that was one thing he and I were talking about beforehand is that, um, you know, I'll, we be, we feel like it's kind of like the status quo now. Like if you don't travel 
you're looked down upon or you know you don't have a passport there yep. was a whole conversation yeah. about how if you don't have a passport go ahead no no, no. i was just I'm, i i was agreeing with you but like passports have somehow along the way been you know their status you know looking at as status markers but i mean mm-hmm. you know we don't want to oversimplify anything because there's a lot that goes into why or why not people have or don't have passports but yeah um it's just more about more about access to things and just yep. ensuring that people all people have equity in, in the way that they are able to access and move um about in the world right totally totally um so i think that's awesome i think that would be a perfect holiday shout out to joe um at uh at it's uh, alex jordan says of course she would have her birthday as a national holiday on july the 7th <laughs> but she would also have a national holiday for all women who are five ten and above and she would call it national amazon bay day and of course yes. i could get behind we would all that. be there Girl, yeah sit, sit back we would just all Ma'am. be out there just check your pronouns strutting check your pronouns you know what i'm saying because you do like, not out here you do not meet the requirements giraffe gazelles excuse just me this is gracefully excuse me tiptoeing excuse me. around this planet huh? you're not invited this <laughs> you don't have the, you're not invited i'm coming you're not invited though you, tall crashes you cannot, right here you cannot. I'm, I'm, my face will be in the place the purpose of the national <laughs> amazon bay day is so that it's just it's to celebrate us amazons you got to check these pronouns that you're using because you're including yourself in a group that you do not belong in okay so sit back sit back okay nah nah <laughs> nah <laughs> You sit back, okay? This is not for you. I'm gonna move. Okay, so fine. We're gonna have okay, we're gonna have national average height day. Girl, that's every day. Sit down. (laughs) Um I'm gonna move forward because you don't know how to act. At Mark Hudson says we should have an international day of naps. (laughs) Yes. Where we just sleep and mind our business for twenty four hours where you can have occasional breaks for meals, which is important. Sundays. (laughs) Sundays. <laughs> Sundays is the day of worship for me, sis. But naps on Sundays are lit. I can't I nap. I just get to ballet every Sunday. I just can't nap every day. I mean, nap all day on Sunday. Um, no. At 99 Brushes says, a long time day or mental break day where you just get a day to do chill and do absolutely nothing, which I think is, Ugh. that sounds like a dream. Um, I think every job should give a mental health day. Like how you have a floating holiday along with your regular holiday. I think you should get one once a month. (laughs) I agree. Yes. I think think that that would like, you know, really increase the productivity (laughs) that we have in our in our respective professions. Agreed. But yeah, man. um, Yeah, I said Michelle Obama Day, Juneteenth, having Juneteenth off or celebrating Malcolm X Day. Guys, let's really make Juneteenth a thing. Yeah, man. How do we do it? Let, let, like, let's, let's, let's put our heads together and let's just like, or if we all collectively do stuff, like we can really make Juneteenth a thing. Like July 4th weekend, niggas really do set up the barbecues. You know what I'm saying? You go to the Western Beef in the hood and they got a whole wall of like ketchup, mustard and mayonnaise. You know what I'm saying? Like they really set up the barbecue. And so if we, if we put as much effort into Juneteenth as we do Memorial Day or July 4th or whatever, because we have it off, 
You know what I'm saying? If we put as much into that and then if it happens to fall on a weekday, then you know what niggas collectively take off and then it will really impact. And maybe that will, maybe that'll say something. I don't know, but I really, I really sincerely want to make Juneteenth a thing. I'm down. I'm totally down. Cause we don't get much, you know what I'm saying? And while it's, it's really difficult to have to celebrate the fact that we were freed when we shouldn't have been in captivity in the first place, right. <laughs> while that's, we also like, I mean, I'm not celebrating July 4th. Fuck your fireworks. You know what I'm saying? But like, if we, if we got to shit, let's celebrate the day that we got free. I'm with it. it. I mean, I just think uh, in, in addition to celebrating and like the party aspect in terms of barbecues and foods and games and the information education that's what i'm saying i think i'm totally down as long as we work in um you know ways to build awareness and ways to build community and like sustainable ways to you know affect change in our community hell yeah um bring bringing people together um you know significantly substantial ways um I really like I sat there after watching that episode and I made and I I made a mental note to myself and said, you know what, Um, I'm going to make sure that I make Juneteenth a thing for Noah. And again, that making a thing is not just celebrating, but celebrating includes educating her as to why this is such an important day for us. And I'm going to make I'm going to like I'm really I'm going to do that. I'd love it if everybody did it. Yeah, I totally get it. And I mean, there's different ways that we can, you know, do that. Think about ways that you can do that as uh, as it relates to your jobs, your careers, your passions, um, and how you can not only, you know, be creative about ways that you celebrate Juneteenth, but how will you help others to celebrate it? Um, so I, I'm thinking, I like your build day activity, like where you, you know, that you did. Yeah. I think something very similar where you have juneteenth activities you know you've got kids activities to teach them you've got activities for adults and it makes it enjoyable but it's also um it also really teaches the importance of why we're doing what we're doing and why we're out here celebrating at the same time totally and you know you know utilizing our influence where we are is going to be key so even if we might not be able to affect change on a national scale you know, you can write a letter to your principal and say that, you know, or, you know, uh, Word. talk to your your child's uh, teacher and ask if there's a way that that, that can be integrated, um, you know, or even if it's not at your school, maybe it's at your church or at your, you know, any community programs. There's ways that we can, um, you know, act on these things. Your job. Yeah. Um, and I mean, or having an event yourself, having a party mm-hmm. on your block for your kids, uh, the kids in your neighborhood. Um, yes. Get a couple people together and plan. Right. Like, or, you know, having a social media campaign. Uh, one of my, one of my friends, my good friend, Amber, she decided to do something. Um, and I thought it was so powerful. Um, we met at church, you know, um, but I don't remember exactly what she did in connection to, was it women's history month or whatever, but she decided that she was going to, um, do a study of women in the Bible. I mean, because we talk about, you know, of course, we know, like, the traditional women Bible characters. But mm-hmm. when she said she was going to do a study, like, she did a study of women in the Bible. And every day on her Instagram, she posted. And it, it wasn't it wasn't cumbersome. It wasn't long. It wasn't really deep or formal. But she would post, like, little facts about different uh, women in the Bible and, like, pull out, like, you know, there's the 
nuance of their significance in different ways. And she did one woman per day for a series of weeks. And it was just really, really powerful because it was like all the people she was not only educating and educating herself and sharing the information, everybody who followed her, you know, yeah. also got this information. So even if it's just on your social media, say I'm going to tweet, you know, one tweet a day, I'm going to do this or, you know, I'm going to post something once a week on my Facebook or mm-hmm. something. There's ways that we can be out here um, think, uh, finding creative and substantial ways to celebrate ourselves and really rallying the community because we have to do that for us because we it's the only way that we're going to hold each other up and make it out here because watching the news and watching television and watching what's going on in our world will have us out here being totally depressed and, and feeling terrible about everything all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's, we have to be strategic about empowering and taking care of ourselves as a community and as individuals. So I just thought that this would be a cool kitchen table talk. I hope it was something light and fun um, that we could kick it, uh, kick around. Um, shout out to everyone who responded to my tweets and text messages um, at the last <laughs> minute. Um, but I really hope that we can generate some conversations and y'all, um, you know, tweet us. It's not too late as you're listening. Let us know what you would do to celebrate. You know, uh, if you had the range to pick a holiday and celebrate something as it relates to you and your identity, something that you feel, um, is, is valuable and important, um, and needs yep. to be talked about. So continue to tweet us and let us know what's going on. Um, and we'll be excited to, to read about them. And use the hashtag Getting Grown um, podcast so that you guys can generate that community too, and people can can search the hashtag and see the responses and really start that conversation. Yeah, man, it would be fun, fun, fun. Are you fun. suffering from dark spots and blemishes? Is it preventing your glow up? Because that's the ghetto girl, and we don't have time for that. Urban Skin RX is an unparalleled line of clinical skincare for diverse skin tones, offering affordable and effective products for blemishes and dark spots. So if you're struggling with maskne and dark spots left behind by acne scars, Urban Skin RX has the best products to help you, know us, improve our skin. Their products cater to all skin types. They include high levels of active ingredients and are formulated specifically for melanin-rich skin. Cult followers rave about the Acne and Blemish Control Mask, a dual-action treatment mask that fights acne, prevents future breakouts, and improves the appearance of dark spots left behind by acne. It's blue in color. This mask can be used as a potent spot treatment for isolated breakouts, or it can be used all over your face um, as a full-face treatment. It will help clarify the complexion and minimize blackheads, as well as deep, clean pores and exfoliate away dead skin cells. So y'all know we're all navigating this ghetto's the ghettos of this uh, pandemic and we're all wearing our masks hopefully um and you know wearing and breathing in these masks for long periods of time there's those of us who have to work out in them it can wreak havoc on your skin and so i, I have been really u- utilizing and benefiting from the urban skin rx products the acne and blemish control mask i love i also love the detoxifying pumpkin scrub and um their cleansing bars i'm really really um 
really loving how that cleansing bar is getting my face really clean, especially breathing in that mask all the time. I got the Super Glow Serum, the Super C Brightening Serum, which I love. Y'all know I just had a birthday and I'm at great big age. We need all the vitamin C in the world to keep our, you know, aging at bay. So I'm loving all of it and have been using it for a couple of weeks now and I'm loving the results. So you can get 20% off today using the code GROWN20 when you shop online at UrbanSkinRx.com. That's 20% off using the code GROWN20 at UrbanSkinRx.com. Don't feel like sitting in a waiting room right now? Planned Parenthood's got you covered. As a leader in using new technologies to provide high quality health care in ways that fit your life. Through Planned Parenthood's virtual appointments, you can get high-quality, affordable care your way by phone or video. Trusted providers will listen, give information, and support you in all of your health care decisions. Planned Parenthood's telehealth appointments are high-quality, affordable, and private, just like in-person visits. Whether you need help with birth control, a prescription refill, or other sexual reproductive care services, skip the waiting room and get the care you need when you need it. Planned Parenthood takes the stress out of health care and is ready when you are. Check out PlannedParenthood.org grown to learn more and book a virtual appointment. That's PlannedParenthood.org grown. grown. Honestly? Grown. Truly. It's honesty box time. Honestly. So truly. Honestly, truly. Uh, I miss Joanne. I need a couple more videos from her. Yeah, we're going to have to call her up. See what she's up. See what she's up to. Tell her to give us some content. I know, right? Before we get into the honesty box this week, we actually got a follow up to the honesty box from last week. And sis, do you want to read that? I sure will. Uh, we got a follow up and it reads, hey, ladies, I just wanted to say, hey, ladies, <laughs> sorry, you just who you. You're just a walking jukebox these days, aren't you? I am. Gee whiz. Welcome. Um... Hey, ladies, I just wanted to say thank you to you both for selecting me as Honesty Box last week. Of course, Um, I agree with uh, what y'all said and have done a ton of research on the program that I'll be transferring to. And I still think it is best the best choice for me. Also, this nigga pays exactly none of my bills and will be funding absolutely none of my endeavors. Um, It is (laughs) crazy. It's crazy because I only told a fraction of my only told you all a fraction of my relationship or situation shit. Mm, another layer mm, with him. Mm-hmm. But right. y'all could already tell um, that he can be an asshole and at times have an effect on me and make me second guess myself. He was blaring. My life since he's been in it has uh, definitely been up and down. And my relationship with him undoubtedly plays a role in that, among other things, but I find it difficult to keep him out of my life. Girl, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle, but you can do it. It is. Um, yeah. All my friends and family, especially my mom, agree with Jade's <laughs> F that nigga sentiment and have urged yeah. me to cut off communication with him as they believe he is yes. toxic for me. I'm working toward mm-hmm. a day where his opinions on my decision no longer affect me. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to continue to teach, dance, and pursue my education the best way I can manage. Thanks again. Signed team typing slow. Sisters, listen, listen, sis. First of all, you you're not typing slow. nothing slow, girl. You out here, you're typing just as fast as the rest of us because team type in your toe in shoes. In your toe shoes. Team typing fast is not necessarily about the speed with which you type, even though, you know, that's the point. The point is when you type it fast, that means you just out here doing what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Working you, hard. You getting your work done. You typing fast, you're making it happen for you, and that's exactly what you're doing. Um, you're typing fast, you're dancing even faster, and I respect it. Um, Absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you reached back out to us to let us know what was going on. 
I can totally relate to you feeling we've all been there. I can speak for myself. I know that I've certainly um, allowed myself to be way dickmatized completely dickmatized. That's That's the one right there. (laughs) Well, you're not thinking straight. And, you know, allowing mm. someone else to walk in straight. Shut Sorry. up. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Just allowing somebody else to kind of dictate your moves. And no one should have that kind of control over you. Would you just grow up, please? Would you please grow up? You're doing this. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. No, no. Key is dead. No, no. She's, she's right. She's dead ass right now. I she's just want up. her to know that, you know, it's hard to, you, you're so irritating. I can't stand you. Um, it's challenging. It's difficult. <laughs> you, you make me sick. First of all, the so hard was you. Cause I did. <laughs> I'm saying I'm trying to be serious, but you just being I childish. I wasn't, I wasn't even laughing anymore. Girl, and then you shut did your it. mouth. I'm trying to get through this. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, girl, but Jade, we're here, Jade is in we're here sis. Um, as I was saying, we have all been influenced by, um, you know, men or our relationships. We've all we've all um, allowed our relationships to consume us, and uh, you know, have us out here doing things that we would not do. But you've taken all the steps that you need to take. Um, and you've done all that you need to do in researching and making a decision that's best for you. Now stand by that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's all you got to do right now. You are grown. Nobody helped you to find this program. Nobody helped you to make this plan that you have for your life and you've made it and it's working for you right now. So celebrate that. You don't need nobody to validate that. You have what you need. Just keep going. Just keep going. Now I'm going to let you said that he don't pay no bills and he don't be up on that stage with you. So exactly. So kudos to you. I'm really proud of you. Keep going. Let us know. Uh, continue to check in with us and let us know how things are going. And listen, he's yeah. going. He's probably always going to have something to say, and that's fine. But you, you will learn. You will learn to ignore him, honey. And when you get good at it, won't nobody be able to <laughs> listen? I'm listen. Not a you get better and better at ignoring niggas as you get older. So you just keep on living, yeah. daughter. Keep right on living. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, sis. All right. So, our honesty box this week. Hi, Jade and Kia. I've been close friends with one of my homegirls for the past eight years, and I really need your help. About three years ago, I got my first apartment with no roommates. Yes. It's a celebration. (laughs) Right? She put it in all caps. Um, And it's been a blessing ever since. I love coming home to an empty and clean apartment after a long day of work. Ain't that good? Mm. I mean, it's so so pleasant. That is so good. so pleasant. Around the time that I got my apartment, my friend started her PhD program at a university about an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. I gave her my spare key in case of emergencies. However, she's been abusing the privilege. Recently, she will pop up unannounced and will sometimes have her roommate with her asking mm. if they can spend mm. the night. No, mm. absolutely not. I will literally be chilling on my couch and, and things, you know, I hear the lock to my apartment. She doesn't even bother knocking. Mm-mm. One time I decided to bring a man over of whom I was seeing on the low. And there she was at my kitchen table when we walked in, shaking my head. How should I tell my really good girlfriend that I want my spare key back? I really don't want guests unless they are invited by me. Is that too harsh? I really love her and I don't want to come off as a bitch or ruin our friendship. Thank you in advance. Ooh. Oh. You say I want my spare key back. <laughs> Listen, I just feel like... 
we don't have to overthink this at all. Nah, um, nah, nah. I think that you tell nah. her, ah, listen, you could be petty like me. What I would do, I would, I would get a copy of the lease of my apartment <laughs> and I would highlight the part where my name was listed and let her know that, you know, uh, her name, you know, and reiterate the fact that her name was not there. I would also, uh, you know, draw attention to the fact that the rent that I'm paying and that I'm solely responsible for that rent and coming and going as you please means that you're going to have to put in on some of this rent. Yeah. If that's what you, yeah. I mean, so the bottom line is that's your apartment. You have absolutely every right to, uh, right. you know, dictate or be in control over who is in and out of your home. Um, you, it, she definitely, I don't know if this is, she's taking full advantage of the fact that you gave her a spare key, um, for emergencies <laughs> only. Um, and maybe before, I, I mean, what I would do. And then the room. Yeah. I mean, she crossed the line. I think you should have said something a long, long time ago, but we can't go back. That's water under the bridge. Um, right. Because the part of me is just like, you should have had a conversation and kind of reiterate, you know, this is what I mean when I say emergencies. <laughs> uh, that uh, When I say that you can have this key for emergencies, that doesn't mean when you get ready and when you don't want to go home. Th- these are not emergencies. Um, no, you caught a fire. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, if, if I'm sick, I can't get here. If there's some sort of emergency, there's some sort of life or death situation um, where I need somebody to get back to my apartment, that's when, you know, you're going to fall asleep at the wheel. Right, so... You don't get to just come in and out. That's my house is not the community center. It's not the lounge. It's, you know, you know how dormitories have student lounges. No, that's not what this is. This is my house. And you cannot come in here as you please, because, you know, that's just not how, how things work. Um, call before you, I call before I, I won't sing to you all again, but I call before I come. I won't pop up over. Out the it's just like, yeah, this is this is not okay. Like, you just have to have a conversation with her, um, yeah. and it, and you can say all the things that you said in your email, like, because you didn't you sound didn't, bitchy at all. It doesn't it, matter. It, yeah, I mean, I think she should be respectful of that. The bottom line is, this yeah. is your apartment. You pay rent, and you have a right uh, to, you know, be in control over who comes in and out of your apartment. You can say these things to her and say, if you cannot handle this, I will ask you for my key back. Um, right. Maybe you can give her a, a, a warning period. Give you period. a warning period. But if it, if the, if the, uh, behavior continues, then you change your locks and that's the end of the conversation. Yeah. 86. That's for the, that. I mean, that's it. And if she can't handle that, then they might not be somebody you want to be keeping around. No way. Because no, this is some, cause that's very reasonable. This is somebody who is fully taking advantage of you. And it's not that you don't want to help her. You just want her to be courteous. I'm not saying that you can't come here. I'm just saying that you have to call me first because. I'm grown and this is my house. Not yours. Right. No. And your roommate can't come. Yeah, no. You just, you know. So it's too just, much you might, happening if, right if, now. You have, you, if you want to have a, a trial period where you say, what you can do is that these are, these are the issues that I have that you don't, that you do not uh, call before you come over. You come over unannounced. You bring, you bring guests. Um, you don't, you, you just, you just open the door. Yeah, you don't and even you don't knock. knock. Like those can be the three things. These are the things that I do not, I'm not saying that you can't come here, but I'm just saying you need to, uh, 
these are the stipulations under which you will be allowed to utilize your key that I gave you for emergencies. Please respect my space. You can say that to her. You can say, you know, if you don't do this, I'm going to ask you for my key back. But I wouldn't even ask her for the key back. If she don't do that, I would just change my locks. That's That's it. it. Because, I mean, it's not a conversation. It's it's not. uh, If you continue to have it, it just won't be productive. If you said your piece and she doesn't respect that, or if she feels some kind of way about it, then it might be time. Which would really speak a lot to her character. Exactly. What I'm saying, which which might be time for you to evaluate whether or not this is somebody you want to be friends with anyway. And I'm not saying that she's a terrible person. I, I get your email mm-hmm. was very clear and I got from your email that you guys are close friends and you want to remain close friends mm-hmm. with her, but she's going to be, she's going to need to be respectful of your space and your boundaries. And that's Word. just the bottom line. That's Ain't it. no more bottom lines after that. Ain't no more bottom lines. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Cause everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. It's time for the petty pee. <laughs> it sounded like share. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going for. Um, nah. But, um, okay, so I have two petty peeves this week. Okay. Um, we have an email, and the first part of her email, she said, we don't have to read. So I'm not going to, but she greets us and it's mushy gushy lovey. Now on to the bullshit. (laughs) My petty peeve is short stopping pedestrians as a New Yorker who strives to live in peace and solitude with my headphones on every day. I try very hard not to let the shit on the street bother me. Shit equal men, actual shit, MTA, men, long lines, tourists, trash ass men, etc. Oh my gosh. (laughs) However, Why do people walking on busy ass sidewalks or into a subway cart just abruptly stop? Did you have to check your phone in that second? Did you think that this is your living room and you're the only one here? Why the feck (laughs) with an E? (laughs) Are you stopping on the sidewalk, blocking people to say hello to your friend? You don't even want to see them. Move to the side or fall off the face of the planet. Either way, vanish from my line of vision. Yesterday I was getting on the one train gross and uh behind an idiot who got on the cart first but stopped one step into the train and took one step and stopped it took me loudly saying hello other people have to get on for this dumbass to move into the cart i hope you both understand my serious petty peeve as fellow new yorkers and not with the bullshit p.s i truly do not believe this is a petty peeve this is a serious grievance and something needs to be done about the danger short-stopping pedestrians pose to the rest of society exo lizeth Team typing fast member. Yes. I mean, sis, like you were just right here in my heart. Um, I would like to add to that people who stop on the stairs of the train or stop at the very bottom or at the very top of the stairs or the escalator. Like where, what do you think? Nobody else has to come up off these stairs. Short stopping pedestrians is um, an epidemic and it needs to be destroyed. Um, so thank you so much for your petty peeve. Yes. Um, my other petty peeve is very simple. There, It's lighter thieves. Anyway, sis, what it's, is your petty what? peeve? It's what? Lighter thieves. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Which petty peeve? <laughs> um, I'm going to read one. This is an academic petty peeve. Uh, this is from a graduate student who's a teaching assistant. 
And she signed her petty peeve attire TA. Um, she says, hi, beautiful ladies. My name is Shazri, and I wanted to submit an academic petty peeve. Yes, thank you for the phonetic spelling, sis. I appreciate that. Um, I'm a member of Teen Typing Fast, receiving my master's in media and communications. To pay for this degree, I am a teaching assistant instructing public speaking. This is where my petty peeve comes in. I get so irritated when my students do not put their name on their paper (laughs) or and they do not staple their papers. I deserve papers with staples. (laughs) and not folded corners. <laughs> How are you in college and do not have a stapler, do not have access to a stapler? How do you not put your name on your paper? I shouldn't have to put on my inspector gadget head mm. to find out who owns this outline. When I graduated high school, my aunt, who is a teacher, bought me a stapler and 5,000 staples. I did not <laughs> I did not know how precious of a gift that was until I realized that professors do not provide them for you. I told myself that I will be following suit. Any trunk party graduation party i attend i am buying the graduate a stapler and a box of staples i must pay it forward no instructor should go through the pain that i've uh i've been going through with these raggedy corners sincerely a tired <laughs> ta listen here listen here i can relate mm. to this mm-hmm. because this happens to me in the workplace um not necessarily because you know people don't either people don't staple things they give you Especially like one or two pages is like, I feel like that's manageable, but do not hand me a document that's like 35, 45 pages and you don't have it stapled and you don't have any page numbers because if I had to drop these papers anywhere, I'm out of luck. And now I got to put the pieces together to figure out who said what, what the order of this document. And that's not my job nor my responsibility. Um, also, um, so I just, I just related to this, but also in terms of, uh, not putting your name on things like that's just irresponsible my girl i don't talk okay so in my many um in my many 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 careers and jobs i did teach for a very short amount of time um i do not talk about that much because that ended abruptly um when i had to ask a student for a fair one but anyway oh, um even in high school it is not tolerated for you not to put your your name on your paper or for you to staple your paper. And the staplers are provided for you in high school. So college, absolutely not. Unacceptable. Yeah, man. I mean, and you would just be surprised. Like, you would be surprised. But, I mean, especially, like, there's just ways around it. But, yeah, I I, I expect, especially like Shazri's, um, I stuttered there. I don't know what that was about. I apologize. But I especially like Shazri's, uh, <laughs> you know, her willingness to pay it forward and not just complain, but she's going to do something about it. And I too feel like that's an awesome gift. So if you have, you know, someone who's graduating um, this year, especially high school, and they're going on to college, a stapler and some staples is an awesome gift. That's a dope gift. Um, Because, and they have really nice ones. Like you can get a a pretty stapler for your desk and just have it on your desk. Or a strong one. Yes. A good, strong, sturdy one. And be careful though, because staplers will walk away. I have had to, you know, I almost offer somebody a fair one and try to walk off with my things. Cause especially if your desk is near the copier and people feel like you can, your, because it's your desk near the copier, your staple is community property and you be having to check their fingers. I will pop your hand like you're six years old. Touch my desk one more time. I write my name on everything in gold paint marker. I believe it. In capital letters. But yeah, that was an academic petty peeve and it blessed me. Shout out to all of my graduate students yes. and academics, graduate students, undergraduate students, 
teachers, TAs, administrators, if you do anything, um, you know, related to education, academia, we speak your name, don't we? And God bless in all the trap niggas. And with that being said, that's another episode of Getting Grown. Um, uh, uh, The pop-up in Atlanta is coming up October 22nd. Um, We're getting ready to close the ticket sales, so you got a couple days to slide in um, and get the last couple spots. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tunes by DJ Wally Sparks. So it's going to be a good time. The dopest dinner party. You can check out the link in the description box. Certainly, certainly. Thank you guys for listening to Getting Grown. Um, we really appreciate it. Continue, continue to send us emails. We do get a lot of them, but we read all of them. Even if we don't get yes. an opportunity to respond, please know that we genuinely appreciate you guys, um, you know, engaging with us and helping us have awesome content for the show. Thanks for all the tweets and all the Instagram comments and likes and Facebook likes and all of that stuff. We really appreciate it. Thanks again to everyone for listening and sharing. We get so many tweets like uh, you guys add us, like, you know, encouraging your friends to check us out. Um, we really, really appreciate that. So continue to do that. Yes. Um, and, yeah, we'll be back next week and whatever. Uh, so y'all have a good a good week, um, a productive week. Continue to drink your water. Uh, stay moisturized and mind your business uh, uh, because your black will absolutely, certainly, most positively crack if it's dry. Bye. Bye.